But if all you're doing is seeking validation from somebody else and that's your food source, yeah, you're going to be starving for a very long time. Um, because uh, something I noticed along the way, it's rare that you find somebody else who's secure in their own life that's willing to give you props and also be there to help you along the way and whatnot. So. Welcome back, everybody, to the Redemption Road podcast. I'm your host, Doc John. Here on Redemption Road, we are interviewing high performers to hear about their life hacks and strategies to overcome the greatest of obstacles and go forward to live a life of abundance. Today's guest is a business owner, an educator, and a provider in several areas with the foundations being in both music and medicine. He's the founder of 99centdrumlessons.com and has a complete 46 lesson complete beginners package totaling 850 minutes of drum instruction he's also the founder of musicianmed.com and assisting a very highly uninsured population musicians in order to help bring preventative medicine to that group and also he just got back from practicing rural medicine in the remote villages of alaska providing medical care to native tribes as a physician associate a lot of helping here, and I love seeing this between the music and the medicine. He's a wealth of knowledge. It's my pleasure to welcome Lou Santiago Jr. Lou, welcome. So glad to have you here, man. Oh man, thanks. Thanks for having me. That was uh that was a trip listening back to all of that <laughs> research. <laughs> Had to do um, my homework. Yeah, man, dude, that's uh yeah, that's that's definitely uh Never going to get used to that. I'll tell you that right now. Um, Coming from the Lower East Side, Manhattan, you know, growing up, Puerto Rican kid in the LES, Lower East Side, repping New York City. Um, Yeah, not a lot of us made it out there being able to be told the story like that. So uh, hearing you say that definitely uh, made me proud, made me happy. Yeah, it's a lot lot to be proud of and uh, it's it's quite a resume and, you know, I that's only the tip of the iceberg, you know, from what I read there. I mean, I, there's, there's lots more to your biography and lots more to your story. And we're mm-hmm. going to delve into a lot more of that. And of course, our theme here is redemption and uh, talking about a lot of the things that each person's had to overcome, whether it's personal, professional, family, whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. And so what I'd like to do now is open it up to you and hear about uh, what would you say your greatest challenges have been along this journey to get to where you are now to, to build this impressive resume oh man i think um one of the things that that um people i mean not only myself i mean people in general especially in today's society with the whole thing about being accepted or needing to be validated and looking for the validation and typically we always look for the validation of one of our parents, you know, starting off in life because those are the only people that we have in our lives and that we're first introduced to love and trust, you know, and, and um, as life goes on, you look for that kind of like love and trust in others as you branch out away from your home, Um, typically in a spouse, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, you know, whatnot. Um, 
And other people actually find that in a job, like in a career, they find that validation. Um, but if all you're doing is seeking validation from somebody else and that's your food source, yeah, you're going to be starving for a very long time. Um, because uh, something I noticed along the way, it's rare that you find somebody else who's secure in their own life that's willing to give you props and also be there to help you along the way and whatnot. So one of the things for me is uh, is self-belief, you know, belief in self. Um, well, first of all, I'm Christian, so I definitely have my belief in God and, and have my relationship with my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, you know, and um, but there's, there's, there's that area where you have to believe in yourself and believe in the gifts and the talents that you were born with and those that you've come along, if you really paid attention to yourself, that you're able to acknowledge and say, hey, wait a minute, let me look into this a little bit further. And the more you do that, the less you feel the need to be told by somebody else you're good or you're great. But um you're strong enough to not buckle when someone says you're not. Right. Well, I love everything that you're saying right now because uh, I, I think so often everybody is defining their self-worth, you know, and the key word is self, you know, but they're looking for, like you said, that validation in other people. It's, it's, it's almost like they're using other people as a mirror. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. going around, you're looking at all of these other people as a mirror. Well, you know, that's not really a fair thing to do because, you know, that validation is supposed to be coming from within and you're you're looking in all these people as mirrors. And last I checked, there's no person out there that's perfect. So would you <laughs> would you go look in a mirror that is cracked or is imperfect to check your reflection and see how you look? No. So you wouldn't necessarily go looking for validation, you know, right. all these other people. Right. I mean, if we want to stay with what you just said about mirrors, right? Okay. A mirror is given, a, basically, it's showing a reflection of you. Like, you know, you're seeing yourself. You know what I mean? Um, and you use the word cracked, you know? Okay, meaning broken. You're not whole, you know? However, no matter how many times that mirror is cracked, now you see multiple views of yourself. Mm -hmm. not just one complete view. Mm -hmm. So what happened is the brokenness of life as we're walking through, if we embrace that, we're able to show people, I have different areas where I can show you of myself mm -hmm. as opposed to this one perfectly held together piece. Right. Yeah, I've been broken this many times. Now I get to talk from 30 different areas of my life that I'm able to reflect to you because yeah. I've walked through that brokenness. Yep. I've you learned know? all of those different experiences. Yeah. A mirror is not broken because it's cracked. Now you got two pieces to use to see yourself from. <laughs> you, you know you what I mean? All, you have all those different areas, the, all the areas that you learned. And it's, it, it's amazing because you, um, you know, pe people go through difficult things and they want to go back to what they were before. Mm -hmm. you know? And I heard, I heard a great quote just recently and it says, you know, we don't bounce back from things we bounce forward. Yeah. And so, you know, after I, you I would I, go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. That's uh, okay. Just, go, go right yeah. ahead. No, I was going to say we bounce from. So in other words, like if you're bouncing, that means you just literally just got some momentum. Like when a ball is bounced, the force of the ground 
is compressing that air inside the ball that now it's about to catapult it up, you know, like just launch it wherever it's going. It's bouncing forward, bouncing yep. up, you know, whatever it is that hit you, it hit you with the force. I'm speaking from experience, you know, um, right now I came from Alaska and, and some of it rose, uh, even though it was a victorious trip and everything, bro, I got hit really hard you know, with, with some, with some realities that caught me off guard. And tell us more about that. What, what were, what were the greatest struggles that you encountered there? Cause I mean, just, you know, vi- visualizing the area where you were and, you know, some of the hardship of the people that live in that region, I, you know, yeah. I can only imagine, but uh, you being on the front lines and, you know, working in the medical field, that's really working in the trenches you know, if you well, would. the thing that the thing that was that was extremely shocking is like you're going over there to take care of a people group that nobody wants to go over there and take care of. Number one, right? There, there, It's not like, oh yeah, I'm gonna want to go in the remote villages of Alaska and spend my life out there. You know, it, it's not like lining up. You know, and if anything, people are lining up for all the wrong reasons because it pays very well. Right. You know, but the work is extremely hard. You know. Um, so now you go out there and you sacrifice your time. You sacrifice for me, my time with my wife and my family and my kids, you know, about to go out there for 90 days. And all you're doing is just being measured up by the very people you're there to take care of. And they don't like you because you're an outsider. They don't like you because you're from the outside and anything you ask, it's more of a criticizing instead of a genuine asking you know, like for better understanding. So it was pretty hard, man, to try and 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 be accepted by the people to where ultimately they decide you they want you there or not. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, it's very and, difficult as a provider to go in and try to work with folks and you're trying to help them. And when they don't trust you and they're working yeah. against you, I mean, that's, I mean, talk about yeah. a recipe for provider burnout. And when you're, you know, it's hard to be effective when, you're coming in with the best of intentions and you know, they, you know, they're not able to trust, you know? Yeah. 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 So, you know, ultimately I, I got invited out, you know, I got asked to leave um, because uh, unfortunately they saw that I was not someone to be controlled or manipulated into um, doing what I need to do against my beliefs. And I was just like, no, sorry, I'm not going to, change my core who i am and and my moral compass Mm -hmm. for the sake of appeasing you and and i would dare say enabling you i'm here to support you and empower you not enable you right you know um and uh and yeah so you know you have a plan i had a plan i set out you know i ended up being there for six weeks instead of uh 12 you know and then now you're here and you're like, what am I doing? So either way, no matter what, I still look at myself as I put myself in a place that stretched me hardcore. It did, mm-hmm. you know, um, I was in a place without cell phone and Wi-Fi, you know, all we had was VHF radio and satellite, you know, comes, you know, cause you're in the middle of nowhere. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> and then uh, I had a lot of self-reflective time, 
You know, I also had a lot of me and God time, which was feeling like a spanking at times, but an awesome spanking, you know, um, because you're free of distraction. You're actually there to listen. You're sure. actually, you're actually like, you know, are you about having this conversation or not with yourself? Right. You know, because there's nothing else to do. You exactly. got no streaming service. You got no, you know, downloads, no nothing. You know what I mean? Your I didn't even realize how much, bro, I didn't even realize how much music I did not really download. Like I haven't had in my phone. It's just streaming. Right. You know? And I'm like, I can't even listen to music, you know? <laughs> and uh, it was an absolute amazing deep cleanse. And, um, and yeah, like you said, a self-retreat that you didn't expect having, you know? What were some of the greatest insights that you had when you had all that time of self-reflection and no distractions and no other input coming in where you, you, you were just, just, you know, all that time you alone with yourself and your thoughts, all that introspection, like what were some of the conclusions and maybe yeah, 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 yeah. aha moments that you had? Yeah, for sure. So um, let me finish uh, something that I realized I started, but I didn't finish the statement. I said, you know, it's like a stretching, like a pulling back, you know, from that experience. So because of the circles that I, I roll in in the music industry in the sense of being a professional drummer and a world-renowned drummer uh, on the education scene on, online, um, a lot of people saw me set up my drum, my drum studio. I, 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 I streamed it. I recorded it. I uploaded. So everybody saw me tear down my room completely to the bare bones and redo my entire studio from the ground up, right? So um, then they see me set up my drum set. I'm recording. I got microphones. I'm making, creating content, putting it up, doing all that stuff. And then all of a sudden, they see me now put the drums away, put the microphones away, put everything away, and I and then have luggage. I had a series called The Drumming Dad, which was um, becoming popular really quick. Um, and... Uh, and they were like, what the heck? You just built your studio. Now you're leaving, you know? And I was going to Alaska. And what happened was that was my way of stepping back, allowing myself to be stretched. So if you were thinking of a bow and arrow, right? I'm the arrow that's a, being allowed to be pulled back only to be thrusted forward, you know, let go and just thrown forward. And what happened is a lot of us, we look at, things from the outside as if pushing us back being a bad thing where it's only actually preparing us for that enormous push forward you're about to snap and, the other way with more momentum exactly and for me what i just experienced was a double whammy because i personally put myself in a place of going backwards on purpose because i'm i, I do this in my own life mm -hmm. look for the opportunities where yeah okay it may look like you're drawing back but in actuality you're setting up for the only forward momentum. Yeah. Well, my plan didn't go as long. I wasn't, my plan didn't allow me to be, in quotation marks, pulled back as far as I thought I was going to be able to pull back, you know, 90 days. Instead, they were like, yeah, 42 days, you know, see you later, you're out. And it's like, oh, I got, I got thrusted back way far sooner than I thought and let go. Right. So here I am, blessed to have this podcast with you, but I'm in the, the the throes now of having to execute the plan that I had 
that I, in my mind was going to take place later, you know, basically six months ahead of time. Cause I got to get this done within 90 days, you know, of the plan that I had. So I say all that, uh, to say that, um, Taking steps back does not mean that you're retreating or you're failing. It's actually you're being wise and you're setting yourself up for proper forward motion. Right. You know, and one of the things that I've learned when I was out there, I woke up and I'll never forget this whatsoever. I woke up. It was 347 in the morning. That's how come I'm saying I will never forget this whatsoever because of the exact time. It was 3.47 in the morning. Because I'm in the middle of a village, bro. There's nothing there. There's no lights. No, I mean, when the sun goes down, it goes down. You know, it's dark. And then, um, you know, the sun, then it stays daylight like a lot, you know. Mm -hmm. So um, I wake up and I'm like, man, someone's really bumping their music, you know. And then of all things, I'm like, it sounded like kind of like dance music, you know, like bit hip hop dance, you know, and I'm like, and I'm trying to sleep. I can't sleep. I go outside and it just so happened. Like I opened the door and I'm like, oh, I guess the music stopped. Okay. I go back to lie down and it's like, I'm hearing the music again. I'm like, bro, what in the world? And it's not even like, like the, I'm just hearing the bass like this. <laughs> Like that, right? Bro, it was my heart that woke me up. And it was my heart that I was listening to whenever I went to sleep. Because that's how quiet it was oh where gosh. I was where I was living. That's how quiet it was. And right there in the moment, well, the first thing that came to my mind, and I'm always gonna say what I felt the Lord say to me, because that's 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 the my 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 foundation in it, mm -hmm. is that it says, in the silence, you'll know exactly how alive you are or not yes because in the noise you can allow yourself to be distracted and and not pay attention to right. anything but in the silence it's hard to miss anything yes and, and i i think that's something that you, you touched on a point that really i've been talking about these last couple of years when you know people have had a lot of things you know prior to 2020 they had a lot of things to distract themselves with and they could mm -hmm. a lot of things to sedate with i mean mm -hmm. sedate doesn't mm -hmm. mean quiet but i mean you can have a lot of noisy things to sedate with any you know when i say sedate it's anything to distract you or keep make your mind go somewhere else or be an escape oh 100 so, you know when, i mean good lord ne how, how much did netflix grow how much did did you know like so many so many streaming platforms blew up exactly you and know they're all things that people can sedate with and so when you know that situation that you're talking about, when you don't have anything else, no other distractions to sedate with. I mean, you don't have Wi-Fi, you don't have a cell, you know, service. You have to face you. Like that. It's it's just you alone with your thoughts, and that's that's when it's really a test of your inner game. How strong mm -hmm. are your thoughts? How strong are your habits? You know, where, yeah. where where's your mindset at? And that's that's really the ultimate test. And um, and it, I think it's it's great to challenge yourself with that. You know, for a couple of reasons. I mean, one of the things that came to my mind when you were going talking about what you went through going to Alaska and kind of the pulling yourself back. But in doing so, I'm thinking of all the gratitude that you were building up because when, you know, getting exposed to these kind of conditions and this kind of life and everything else makes you grateful for what's coming on the other end, what you, you know, first, what you had before up until that point before going out there. And then 
you know, what you had to look forward to coming back so that when you came back, you had all this gratitude and all the things that you were coming back to were probably, you know, you probably loved them before, but I imagine we're even more grateful for them and coming back. Well, I got to tell you something funny. Um, when I told my wife, uh, I, um, I'm coming home early, you know, um, I was, I was highly upset, you know what I mean? And I was hurt because it's like, you know, I take time. I took time to come out here. You know what I mean? Also, because let, let, let's put, let's put it real. I was slotted to be working for 90 days. Right. And in those 90 days, you're, you already made financial preparations for those 90 days and what you're getting paid in those 90 days, you know, cause I was going to be pretty much financially set for the rest of the year from working those 90 days, you know? And, um, and all that is cut short, much less being spoken to and given that attitude of just like, you know, get out of here, you know, you're not wanted, you know? Um, and that's just me being nice. Okay. Cause it was really, really hurtful, the treatment, you know, and uh, the mind boggling portion is just like, you do know I'm the one that uh, responded to a need that you put out there. You know what I mean? It wasn't like I came to you or you understand what I mean? Like, you know, I'm responding to a I'm need. I'm here to help. You're not doing me any favors. <laughs> right. Like, like I left everything I knew to a place that I don't know or, or, or a way of living that I never experienced before to come in and serve, you know, not be served. Right. You know, and um, like I didn't go over there and be like, hey, so where's the nearest lot, um, um, Starbucks? You know what I mean? Or where can I get this? Or where can I? Like, there's no frame of mind in that from in me going out there. So anywho, uh, so I'm talking to my wife and I'm just like livid, bro. Like I'm just talking to her and, you know, there were some tears, you know, nah, there were a lot of tears. Freak that. I ain't even playing around. I'm not even going <laughs> to fake the funk on that. Um, and my daughter sees my, my wife crying and she's never seen my wife crying like that before. Uh, because she's just, I can't believe you endured all that crap, Lou. You know, my, my wife is, is sharing with me. And, um, and it was after we prayed, you know, and, 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 um, uh, well, my wife said, what do you want to do? And I said, the first thing I want to do is I want to pray. And the first words out of my mouth was, Lord, I thank you for bringing me out to Alaska. I thank you for this opportunity. Because if anything else, it was a setup for me to be alone with you and alone with myself mm -hmm. that I got the opportunity to be to get to the end of myself. And not like, but ended up loving who I was, who I am, who I'm becoming. Right. So. You know what you I love about that? If I could interject for just one moment. Is, sure, sure. You, know, you, you know, when it comes to measuring our self-worth, a lot of people get caught up in measuring their self-worth based upon outcomes. Mm -hmm. I, I know what happened out there. That wasn't the outcome you were hoping for in terms of the impact, how long you were going to stay. But the best way, is if you ask any anybody who you know has been successful and has a strong mindset, they measure their self-worth based upon intentions. And you know you were being intentional the whole time you were out there. And your intentions were in the right place. 
one hundred percent. You can measure your self worth. That's what you can always hang your hat on, regardless of how it turned out for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You and my wife, authentic to that. Amen. Yeah, for sure, one hundred percent. And you know, and my wife, she was like, "I am honored to be married to a man that his first words out of his mouth was thank you, despite what you went through." And then the following words after that, she said, "I know we're going to be all right." So my wife is crying, you know, and she's just proud and, and, and sad at the same time and, and excited because now I get to come home and, you know, <laughs> it's, it's, you know, the, the house has been very weird, strangely, you know, quiet without dad around. Cause you know, <laughs> dad's always playing drums or listening right. to music or doing something. Right. So, um, my daughter sees my wife crying and says, Hey mommy, you okay? Is, uh, did daddy die or something? Uh-huh. Right. So okay, I'm FaceTiming my wife and, and I know the room that my wife is in. So I know the door of my daughter, you know, I, I see the whole, the whole scenario in my head sure. of what I can't see from the FaceTime, but my wife all of a sudden looks at me kind of like, and I said, tell Brooklyn that the daddy that she knew who left Florida very much did die out here because the daddy that's coming home is a 100% renewed revived and uh fully functional different dad that's powerful man that is powerful you know and um how do you see that manifesting in your day-to-day life now how, that, that 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 renewal and that, that well new, the thing is the, it actually gave me the well first off while i was out there you know I was met by a pastor who's a, who, who who is just now forget about it. Like I, I, I met him once before and I can never see my life without him. You know what I mean? He's just become sure. like a, like a, a more than a mentor, kind of like, you know, like, like, the, like the favorite uncle who's, right. who, who, who's going to tell you like it is, whether you like it or not. But at the end of the day, you know, beyond the shadow of a doubt, he loves you. Right. And all he wants is the best for you and for you to operate at your full potential, not anything else. He's your guy. You know, you know every, we yeah. all have a story in each of us in our personal story. There's the hero, there's the villain, there's the victim, and then there's the guide. Yeah. So, he's, he's the so, guide. so, so, uh, he straight up, he's a pastor over there and he straight up was just like, why are you running? And I'm like, What? Straight up just calls me out first day into Alaska. He's like, you're running from something. You're running from what you're supposed to be doing. And 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 I was like, what are you talking about? He goes, no, man, you're operating in false humility, bro. And I was just like, and he saw how I was pissed off at that because I can't stand false humility. And he was like, ooh, I think I hit something, you know? And I was like, I can't stand false humility. He goes, yeah, but you're only seeing the one that you've only been around. You know, and being in the music industry for 16 years as a professional touring drummer and practicing medicine, you're nothing but surrounded by a plethora of prideful, conceited people, you know, (laughs) and and you're just always seeing the fakeness of like, oh, thank you so much. And then behind the scenes, after everything's done, they start making stupid comments about the people who said certain things to them and all that stuff whatnot or whatever. But in front of them, they're like, Oh, you know, yeah. Oh, thank you so much. It means so much to me, you know, and, and whatever, it's all fake. 
So I can't stand that type of false humility. He says, no, the false humility that you're operating in is running away from the things you know you're supposed to be doing, but using the noblest of excuses not to. I was stuck, cemented in my tracks because he was 100 absolutely right. And what I have been running away from was also my calling and being a pastor. But more, but more than that, not more than that, but in with that, what he said was, you're not leading people the way you know you've been called to lead people. And you're not speaking to people the way that you have been gifted to speak. Right. God didn't give you the ability and the opportunity to be a United States Navy military intelligence, special forces reconnaissance unit veteran. Right. He didn't give you the opportunity to be a world renowned drummer, winning a world drum competition that then catapulted your career. He didn't give you the opportunity to then set that aside. And then, oh yeah, I'm going to go to medical school, you know, having a GED, Never having taken a science class, but graduate your undergrad with bio, and your bio, with a biomedical science degree, graduating summa cum laude, and then graduating from the CUNY School of Medicine, magna cum laude, practicing emergency medicine. Impressive. Very impressive. You know, and not only that, you decide to go to school at the age of 33 when you're at the height of your music career. Like my phone was never not ringing. I always had work, thank the Lord. But I, 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 I don't, I don't know the butt jokes of struggling musician. And 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 I'm not saying that in no way, shape, or form of being egotistical or conceit or anything. It's just I happen to have a blessed and fortunate music career that I didn't know what life was like as a struggling musician. What I did know was life as a as a single man living with his parents at the age of 26 to 28 after his first failed marriage and saying to himself, I'm not leaving this practice room until I know I'm ready to sustain a gig and never lose one. Right. And I practiced 16 to 18 hours a day and that's what happened. So all these- You changed your standards. You put your standards in a certain spot and you wouldn't accept anything less. Right. And what happened was I had to remember, wait a minute, Lou. You went through military, military intelligence training. You went through hand-to-hand -hand combat and additional, you know, um, I don't know what the terms that they're saying now, whatever, but, you know, spec ops training. You know what I mean? Um, you also went through combat search and rescue swimmer school training. You know, these are trainings where it's the top 1%, right. you know, of the things. Right. Then on top of that, you won a worldwide drum competition. Right. Top one, again, you know. Then you graduated summa cum laude, top 1% in academia, you know. You graduated magna cum laude, top 3% in, 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 in academia, you know, or 2%. I, I can't remember what that is. Either way, top tier. Hold on. Why would I want to settle for anything else? Right. And yeah. it has not, I'm sorry, it had nothing to do with me perceiving myself because if you think about it, look at, look at my frame of point. I'm the one having to remember back mm -hmm. because I carry myself 
just like I don't I don't take myself serious. I, I carry myself like everybody else. I'm just like anyone else. And when that doubt comes in or when that first fear presentation comes in, I go back to the things that I've done that gives me the strong foundation to look at what's ahead of me and say, oh, bro, no, you ain't got nothing on me. I've been here before. It's just looking different. Because towards yourself, because that's that's what I tell everybody to do. Everyone's, you know, I always joke that everybody's hashtag grateful. They're grateful for this person. They're grateful for that. But, you know, what you're talking about there is looking back and showing gratitude toward yourself and you're in a rough spot. You know, maybe things aren't going the way they are. Maybe the road in front of you looks really daunting, but you, 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 you rewind back and you look at all the great things that you've done up to that point and you see, you know, all the steps that you took, all the times that you took a leap of faith and that you were brave and that you, you believed, even though you might not have necessarily had a lot of evidence for believing, but you still believed and you put yourself in those positions. You walked mm-hmm. through that door. You took on the challenges. You were willing to fall flat on your face, you know, at times, because everybody does. One thing mm-hmm. or another, they, they they stumble, they fall. But you but you were able to look and, and see and give yourself credit for all those things. And you look back and you see all those successes, all those wins that you had built up, and you know, up until then. And you realize, you know what? Hey, I have accomplished a lot. You know, and the best predictor of future behavior is past behavior. So I accomplished all those things. Damn it, I'm going to do it again. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And one of the things that um, I would like to say, whoever's listening, you know, when people say, oh, man, you know, you elevated to another level, you know, I don't ever want you to think of levitation. <laughs> you know, it's not like now you're soaring above everyone else or anything. It just so happens that your life experience just gave you another layer of a foundation. Mm-hmm. And then when you give another layer of foundation, you can't do nothing but that area now rises up whatever level that was, mm-hmm. you know, when you're adding layer upon layer upon layer. So what happens is, is that now you're, you're being confronted with something that you haven't been confronted before, but you wouldn't have because you didn't reach that height to see mm-hmm. what it is that you're faced with now. But the reason why you are now is because you have another layer of a foundation to actually support you through this next venture or through this obstacle that's coming your way that you didn't even plan for. Because when people say, oh, I accepted falling on my, I mean, I, 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 I wasn't scared to fall on my face. You fell on your face without you even knowing about it. You were not scared to get back up and do something about it. Right. Right. You know? It's another foundation. I, you know, the uh, analogy came to my mind too. Is just each time, you know, your muscles growing bigger, and so mm-hmm. you had to lift those lower weights. You didn't just jump on the bench press and just immediately start benching three hundred pounds. Right. You had to lift the lower weights. You had to go through those things. You had to build up that muscle mass to get to the point where you had the right kind of muscle musculature to, you know, for someone that lifts three hundred pounds. Well, if you want to go, if you want to stay with that analogy. You know, your muscles at whatever level they were when you first started needed to get broken down, needed to get torn, yes. needed yes. To, 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 to suffer from some oxygen and build that lactic acid, you know, in order for that stress to take place and resistance build up in order to then what? Heal. And when it's healing, it's healing at a stronger, more voluminous level, you know? That's where the hypertrophy comes in. Yeah, if I made that, if I made that up a word, you know, volume, voluminous. <laughs> it is now. <laughs> the word is now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, hopefully, that's, that's uh, powerful. I mean, yeah. I, and, and I love that you 
you know, you discovered that, you know what, you have not only a mindset, you know, obviously all, you've, you have a, a lot of great skill sets, but all those skill sets came from the mindset that you had with all of them. So you have all this mindset and all these skill sets. And, you know, I, I love that you came to the conclusion that, you know, what I have all these things, I have all these gifts, you know, not only do I want to do these things and spread the word, but I have a duty to spread the word this way. I, you know, whatever yeah. my message is, I, it, it's my duty to. And I, I think that's, that's one of the aha moments that I've had over the past year is like, not only you know, the things that I want to do, but like the world needs this. And, you know, I'm, I'm doing, you know, the rest of the world a disservice if I don't follow through and make it my duty to, to help people in the way that I'm supposed to help them use my voice and use my skills, use my knowledge best as I can to, to make the imprint on the world that we have to do. Yeah. 100%, 100%. You know, one of the things that, uh, you know, looking back, that self-belief, you know, when I was mentioning before, didn't come overnight, you know, it came after I'm 40, I'll be 47 here this July. So, uh, or should I say I am 47 already? I am completing it and going into my 48th year, right? <laughs> On my birthday, you know, those two types of people, either I'm 46, I'm not 47 yet until it's my birthday or oh. <laughs> the other person, I am 47, I'm just completing it. And then on my birth, 47 birthday, I'm 48, whatever. Anyway, gotcha. uh, I'll be four. I'll be 47 in July. Um, I didn't join the military until I was, uh, when, um, when I was 19 and then I went off to boot camp when I was 20. So I was in a delayed entry program. Um, and from that point to 26 years later, it has been an ongoing journey of self-belief because self-belief is not the destination. Self-belief is a journey because you're always going to want to be able to excel and, and, and grow and, and learn something different, learn something new. I am not saying careers. I'm not saying like, it's just, if you're truly about like living a life full of purpose, you cannot not find opportunities to grow. Right. You know? So, um, Once again, I'm, anybody I'm, listening, I don't want them to feel stressed. Enough. Yeah. You know, to be like, oh, I don't have self-belief yet. Yes, you do. Concentrate on your strengths. You know, see what it is that you are actually spend time in understanding your strengths and use those to your advantages. However, within your weaknesses, right? Find what in your strengths can actually help your weakness. Right. And the one strength that I believe everyone should focus on, and if you don't have this strength and it's a weakness, that's the weakness you best maximize in, is not being afraid to do two things. Say, I don't know, and please show me. Right. There's a reason because it's one of the deadly sins, because if you're too proud and you can't leave your ego at the door. There you go. There you go. Because really dead in the water. Yeah. That's the only true way in those two things that like you're showing true humility. Yes. You know what I mean? Okay. And the show me doesn't I mean just posted about both, all of these things yesterday in one of my posts because like, you know, Socrates said the smartest guy was the man who knew what he didn't know. Yeah. 
and, and, and confidence and humility go hand in hand. You have to have both. I mean, if you, if you don't have confidence, you're never going to go off the ground because you're not going to try anything. You're not going to yeah. have enough belief in yourself to even make the attempt to put yourself out there, put yourself in a position to a point where maybe you'll fail because in your mind, you're telling yourself you're already going to fail. So why should I bother? So right. you need to have the confidence. But in addition to that, you have to have the humility. You have to understand that there's things that you don't know. And because that's, that's how you learn. That's how you avoid the pitfalls. And if you, if you don't have the, the humility, I mean, you know, even, even the people that you think wouldn't have humility, you know, the example I always give is Michael Jordan. I mean, best basketball player ever, probably most celebrated athlete in the world ever, but he still had a coach. He still had somebody like Tim Grover come in and oh, yeah. push him yep. and to, to tweak his game, to tweak his approach to things and, you know, little tiny, small minuscule movements and, you know, little things with his mindset because there's always a way to get better because, you know, he knew he wasn't perfect. He might've known he was the best, but he wanted to expand. He knew there was a way to get better. And well, knowing the what one thing know is, and, yeah, I was using, um, uh, yesterday I did an IG live, um, in, in, uh, with, uh, uh, three other professional drummers and, um, you know, collectively, I don't know, there was part about maybe, one, two, three. So between the four of us, there was a reach of maybe 300 something thousand, you know, followers. Right. Um, and, and we had a good number of people come through. It was definitely in the thousands, right. That came through. And we were talking about that very thing. Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, Dave Weckl, Virgil Donati, Neil Pert. So in other words, uh, we, we, it started with, uh, NBA players and it ended up with world famous drummers, right? And we're like, all these world famous people still had someone teaching them. Yep. And one of the biggest things that it that that I pointed out to the team was like, bro, Kobe Bryant wasn't getting coached for like, oh, how do you improve your shot? Because he already perfected and already mastered while he was getting a, a, a crazy amount of stuff was mindset, mindset, mindset. Why? Because now his thinking forced him to analyze and dig more. How can I develop the perfect shot? Right. Because he already had the fundamentals and the mechanics already in place for so much that now the mindset took a place of like, but what if this? What if that? What if I did this? What if I did that? And then have somebody overlooking saying, is this right? Is this accurate? But it starts with self. You know what I mean? Sure. And how, and, and, in that, how can I have the perfect shot under any and all circumstances, no matter where it is, who's guarding me, who's around me, whether it's game seven of the NBA finals or it's an exhibition game. You know, and, and the thing I is, is the mindset, the, the mindset, the mindset of being strong enough to be like, I know I'm going to make this shot because mm -hmm. I know what I've worked on. I, right. I already know, you know, and how many years, how many practice hours, how, the work ethic. It's like, no, give me the ball. Yeah. And that's the difference between the good and the great. Well, yeah. I mean, those guys, the cleaners, as Tim Grover talks about, I mean, the opposite of the successful outcome doesn't even exist in their reality. I mean, he gets that ball. He, you know, he knows it's going in. Yeah, exactly. He knows it's going in. You know, right. there's, there's right. no imagery of, of a miss. There's no possibility, remote possibility of anything, but that game winning shot swishing through at the buzzer yeah. to win the yeah. game. Nothing yeah. else even exists in their reality or in their mind. Yeah. Like, like, um, um, I remember when Kobe said when a uh, reporter, since we're just staying with NBA, you know, like you just say, um, was like, Oh man. So how do you feel about game two? You know, getting a job well done. He's like, job well done. The job's finished. 
we, we won the championship? Right. The job ain't done. The job was nowhere near done. You know, and I was like, so good. So good, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's like, that's like, I mean, one step further, even, I mean, Tom Brady, you know, they asked him what his favorite uh, Super Bowl title was. And he goes, the next one. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, and, and that's what Tim yeah. Grover's, you know, the, Tim Grover, the end of his book, his first book is done next. That, that's the last yeah. words of his book. Yeah. And so, I mean, that's the way these guys are. It's like, okay, that's done is next, but there's no finish lines. You know, it's like, oh, God, yeah. there's no finish lines in this life. Yep. Yep. So, um, so with all that, you know, it's it's one of those things where once again, believing in yourself is a journey. It's not a destination. And um, I wrote an article two days ago, literally about this, and I posted it. And did I send it to you? I don't think so. Uh, oh, I think I meant to send it to you. I meant to send it to I, you. I, um, I would just to be like, to hey, it, so please do. And, and, yeah. and if you can share it with the audience, is it going to be published somewhere? Or is it published somewhere? Um, I literally just put it on my Facebook and my, 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 um, my Instagram, you know, like a, like a JPEG. Um, okay. this is going to be so bad that I have to find, um, what is my Facebook? <laughs> Sorry. Um, my Facebook, I have to see what it says at the end. Um, uh, what does this say at the end here? Um, It's not, it's not even letting me uh, log in. It's, I want to say it's Lou Santiago Jr. Yep. Um, yep. Lou Santiago Jr. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's Lou Santiago Jr. Um, and then, um, uh, so there's a post there. So what happened is it's, uh, I, I, dude, I don't know. I had my first cup of self-made matcha. Okay. I made my own matcha. Okay. And I, I put a, a story on it, my Instagram and it was funny. I was like, okay, made my first cup of matcha and felt inspired and wrote this article, like in, literally like in 40 minutes, you know? And um, it's on self-belief. Uh, it's a journey, not the destination. Three keys to establishing self-belief, you know? And the ones that I've found that have helped me um, develop success was focusing on your strengths, which we touched, you know? Setting realistic goals, you know, yes. and, and, and when I say realistic goals is like, Hey, today I'm going to at least say good morning to two people. Mm -hmm. That's a realistic goal. You know what I mean? Right. Well, you got to give like, yourself wins, you know, confidence, right. exactly. confidence is memory of past successes. So you have to give yourself an opportunity to stack up wins each right. and every day. And they don't have to be big mo monumental victories, but you have to have wins. You want some of those goals to move the needle. I mean, you don't want to make them too easy, but you don't want right. to go too high that they're you you fall short. You get demoralized either. So you got to exactly moderately challenging, exactly. power list of things that you're going to accomplish. Where you call your shot, then you follow through. Mm -hmm. I mean, confidence comes from doing what you say you're going to do time and time again. Right, and then and you know he's saying good morning, but that's putting your vocal cords out in the open to a stranger saying good morning. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's effort. You know, yep. but one of the funny things is uh, the helpful tip I did with that. I said, start make start with making your bed. Yes. 
You I know, can't remember the Navy Admiral's name, but he talks about. Uh, but here's the funny thing, bro. That Navy Admiral left out so many different things too about the purpose of making your bed that I was like, "Come on, you're lefting out so many things," you know. But I will share. I will share it. I will share it, and it won't take long at all. But number three was Please surround do. yourself with. Um, number three was surround yourself with positive and supportive people who believe in you. You know, these are people who will encourage you, support you, but most importantly, they will hold you accountable. Mm-hmm. You know, hey man, didn't you say you were going to post something at three o'clock? I was waiting. I didn't see it. Or you know, hey, how'd that post go? What are you talking about? You said you were going to post something. Oh crap, dude, bro, you better get on there and post it anyway. I don't care what time it is. You know those type of friends, and right? For me, I'm grateful that I do have those people in my life because they care. Sure. Ab- about my life, it's not so much that. They're using me for their life. You know, it's like, man, I was waiting on your post. You know what I mean? It's not like that. It's yeah. just like, Lou, come on. I'm, I want to see you win. You know, I yeah. want to see you doing the thing that I that I, I believe you're supposed to be doing. Sure. You know, and chances and, and other people are winning, too, because they people are winning. They like to see other people win. Yeah, 100 percent. And 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 the, the, the caption in this thing, uh, the, the closing thing of this is finally it's important to remember that believing in yourself is a journey. It's not something that happens overnight or without effort, you know? So um, I'll definitely send this to you. you Please know? do. Um, yeah, that, and that, uh, that last point is huge too, because confidence is cultivated. You know, it's, it's yeah, part of that journey. Yeah. You have to cultivate yeah. along that journey. Yeah. So, so, so the, the making the bed, right? So we make the bed and, and, and like the way the Admiral said it, you know, um, he said, you make your bed. And you've already started your 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 day with accomplishing something. So therefore, yeah. throughout the day, even if you felt like you didn't accomplish anything, you come back to something that you did accomplish, which is an already made bed, right? Mm-hmm. While I was in the military, that whole making bed situation went a whole lot deeper and a whole lot more, you know, we're going to whip your ass type of thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What happens is, is that if you fail to do something throughout the day, it's just like, bro, didn't you make your bed this morning? Yeah. So clearly you can accomplish things. You can finish things. Why don't you finish this? Right. It's an element of holding you accountable. Mm -hmm. But now here's the deeper portion. Okay. We didn't only make our beds in the military. Those beds had to be made 45 degree angle. Six inch crease from from the fold, you know, on the on the on the um, um, the quilt, the blanket, you know, 45 degree angle and then cut from the pillowcase, whatever was left over 45, 45 and then tuck it under. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Your T-shirts, you know, everything had sizes, measurements. It had to be that way. And right. you know why that was? Because throughout the day. If you missed details or your work lacked full um, efficiency, like, you know, attention to detail, they'll be like, yo, time out. Hold up. Hold up for a second. You made your bed this morning, right? I'm like, yeah. And you made your bed this morning with all the angles. Yeah. Said, what's this piss poor project that you just handed in? Because I know if you were able to pay attention to those details, you should have been paid attention to the details within the work that was supposed to be submitted. Right. So when he wasn't speaking about any of that stuff, I'm like, dude, there's like so much. But at the end of the day, you also know, you know, right. where he was speaking at, you know, and stuff. Right. But that's other stuff, other implications about making your bed that nobody knows. Sure. You know how you do because, that. Is how you have to do all things. 
Exactly. Exactly. So therefore, if you left the bed that way, I left my bed made with all the details that it takes to make the, to make the bed. Therefore, whatever I'm going to be touching for the rest of that day should be met with the same amount of efficiency. 100%. Because at the end of the day, I'm also coming back to why, to what I effectively accomplished and made. Right. Yeah. And then at the end of that day, we have to ask ourselves, are we proud of what we did? Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. Gosh. Well, I need to be respectful of your time. Uh, talk to us about uh, what you're working on now and uh, some immediate and future directions for you as far as your music and uh, what, what yeah. are you building at the present time? Well, musically right now, I'm not I'm not touring. Um, I'm not touring with anybody anymore. Um, you know, I, my time is with the wife and kids definitely wanting to pay a lot of attention into the culture and the life standards of what my daughter and my son are, are going to choose to live by, you know, as a Santiago, you know what I mean? Um, love it. And the example that they're witnessing, um, with the love and the work ethic and, um, the gratitude that their parents are living life with each other with, you know? Um, and so, uh, that's on the music front. It's just, I'm not doing like, you know, what mu musicians, like the musician typical life, I'm not doing that. Instead, I dedicated myself to education. So I um, relaunched a company, a business that I started back in 2008. And it has been shelved ever since I went to study medicine and practice medicine. I relaunched it in March of 2019. Fully loaded, fully ready, only to be met with an unfortunate uh, healthcare crisis that took place um, that unfortunately I wasn't able to now be online, which that was the perfect time to be online. It mm -hmm. just so happened that my other job <laughs> took me away from my online job. Right. So I had to be taking care of and saving lives as opposed to inspiring and educating, you know, yeah, so yeah. through drumming. So since 2019, it has been once again shelved and uh, it is now being released uh, by the end of this month. Uh, tomorrow, I get the link to see what the website is looking like. Mm -hmm. And um, definitely June 1st, um, it would be 100 uh, percent active. And that's 99 cent drum lessons dot com where I am. Have pre-recorded drum lessons uh up and ready for downloads for literally 99 cents. So you're literally watching a 20 minute drum lesson for 99 cents. Lou, I don't understand. You're shooting yourself in the foot. Everybody else is charging whatever. I do not base my life off of the market. I base my life and my prices, what my family needs in order to survive mm -hmm. and, and live and continue succeeding. Right. And for us, it takes a whole lot less than what other people may need or feel they need. Mm -hmm. Therefore, I'm able to be a blessing to people. And in them taking advantage of that, they're able to bless me in return. Right. You know, so. Um, and then I'm also, further. Right. Exactly. And Back then I'm also people. I'm also 
providing uh, live streaming lessons in masterclass formats, you know, um, for uh, $20 a month, you know. So there'll be eight live drum lessons um, provided a month that get recorded and archived. So if you didn't happen to see it, you know, that day, it doesn't matter you're subscribed so you can just grab the recording and, and, and watch the, watch the drum lesson. Outstanding. And then get value from whatever questions I was being asked and what questions I'm answering. Um, But all students have the open format where they can just reach out to me and be like, Hey, I missed this lesson. I watched the video. Um, What about X, Y, Z? You know, like, it's not a thing of like out of sight, out of mind. Hey, you weren't there. You don't, you can't ask me about that lesson. It's no, I want everybody to gain you know, education from it. So um, honestly, the only thing I'm concentrating on is 99centdrumlessons.com, bro. That's it. And then my daughter is, uh, my uh, she's 11 and she is a freaking rock star video editor. So she's she's editing my content. (laughs) Oh my gosh. How perfect to have that under your roof. Oh my gosh. And then uh, my son, my son, I told him, you're going to carry a camera. He's like, but dad, I'm like, hey, you don't want to go to summer camp, right? Well, then you're going to carry a camera. <laughs> this is your summer <laughs> so, job. Yeah. So, uh, so that's, that's, that's what I'm concentrating on. Um, I love that. What, concentra- what a blessing for all the aspiring drummers to be able to have access to your acumen as a drummer and yeah, you know, your or, ex- or non-drummers and- like people who like, I never thought of picking up drums. Well, now they can because it's so cheap. The lessons, you right. Know what I mean, because the health benefits to drumming are ridiculous. Absolutely even on the relieving stress level. Yes. You know? Um, So yeah, it's, it's just been, it's been a blessing to be uh, back on the music front. Um, I'm taking a little break on the medical side, you know? Um, I found the medicine that I truly want to practice. Right. And that's missionary medicine. Like just, just go out there and just give it, you know? Um, I hate working for corporations. I can't stand working the hospitals and all that stuff, there's so much red tape and it's all about bottom dollar. I really right. don't care. I'll say it out there. It's all about the money. And right. I came into medicine because I'm all about the patient. Right. Yeah. You know, and so yeah. what's what they consider good business and what we consider good practice are two very different things. Right. Because because being all about the patient is nowhere near shape, nowhere near shape or form means give them whatever they want. Right. You know. That's the customer's always right type of policy. That doesn't that doesn't roll in medicine. No, I'm not contributing to their sooner impending death. Right, you know what I mean. Let's give them yeah, what no. they need. Not, give them what they need, not what they want. You know? Exactly, exactly. Not, so not yeah, not what they want to hear. Yeah. Exactly. So that's what I'm doing, and then I'm also um, uh, stepping out on what I've been running away from, bro. Looking for opportunities to go speak and share and train up teams. Um, I have a lot of team experience uh, building and um, just. You know, my wife told me to look into life coaching. I was like, I have to check it out. I have no idea. But um, uh, those are the things that 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 I'm concentrating on, you know. So, um, yeah, I can be found on Instagram, Lou the Drummer. Um, and I can be found on Facebook, you know, Lou Santiago uh, Jr. And then the website, 99centdrumlessons.com. Excellent. 
Lou, I can't thank you enough for being on here today. This has been an incredible experience, and uh, I think you've dropped a lot of incredible nuggets for all the listeners to uh, to take. And uh, guys, everyone who's listening, uh, if you got something out of this, if something resonated with you, please go online, leave a five-star review, and please share the show and uh, get out there and go make it your mission to improve somebody else's day, to go out and give, make someone's day, week, month, year better, and uh, keep getting after it, and we will see you next time. 